Welcome to the podcast of Scott Street MB Church. We hope you find this message inspiring and encouraging in your walk as a disciple of our Lord Jesus Christ. Years ago, Bill Gaither wrote a song that had these lyrics. You'll notice we say brother and sister around here. That's because we're a family, and these folks are so dear. This motif that we have in front says family, and that's from our home. And it sits on a shelf in front of a wall that we have with our children's pictures. Our picture is our family, and it's our family corner, and we put that up here. I feel like most of my sermons already been preached today through the testimonies, through the scriptures, all of that's been taking place. And I asked also the question, so where did this idea of family come from? And it started back in the Garden of Eden. It was God himself who initiated this whole part of being, uh, being part of one another, the idea of family. Because in Genesis 1.26, God says, Let us make man in our image according to our likeness. And then in verse 27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Now, the name for God that is used here is the word Elohim. It's the plural form of the word God. And by using that name here, God is saying to us that we, he, exists in a trinity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he says, we are a family unit in ourselves. That's our God. He exists in a family unit where the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, these three are one. We believe in the doctrine of the Trinity. And he says, we want to make man the same way as part of a family. And then he goes on further as you read through Genesis. He says, in chapter 2, verse 18, he says, It's not good that man should be alone. I will make a helper comparable to him. So this is when the seed of the family unit began. Have you ever been told you look like your father? Ever been told that? I've been told that many times. And even once it it alarmed me. Because at that time I was in my 40s and my dad was in his late 70s and someone thought I was him. So either he looked really good for his age or I looked terrible. Well, God says, I'm going to make man, and he is going to resemble me. And then do you know what he told Adam and Eve to do? He said, be fruitful and multiply, or surround yourselves with others just like you. Something that I'm pleased to say that the young couples in our church are doing quite well. We have, in September, three babies that are due in the same week. And Joan's daughter is also, that makes four babies that are due in the same week. Don't drink the water. (laughs) Now, as you read through Genesis, and that's actually, we're going to be starting this Wednesday with our Bible study in the morning going every week. And we're going to be looking at the first few chapters of Genesis until the end of this season. Chapters 5 and 10 of Genesis are given entirely to listing various family units that existed before the flood. And why is that? Most people just skip over those. And it's because we are identified by the family that we're associated with. Throughout Hebrew history, 
Each person was identified by which tribe or family he or she belonged to. And you know, the same is true with the family of God. There is this distinct family resemblance, resemblance that God has built into each of our lives. And when we become a Christian, our lives are to more and more resemble Jesus Christ. We are to begin to look like him. He places his Holy Spirit within us and begins to lead us down the pathway of becoming more Christ-like each day. And one of the greatest compliments that a Christian could have is that you look like your father. Now, there are two ways that someone becomes part of a family. You can be born into it, or you can be adopted into it. And in both cases, you become just as much a part of that family. See, God only has one unique son, Jesus. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. But God has millions of adopted children. The scripture says in Romans 8.15, You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. That was part of Linda's poem today, the word Abba, Father. The word Abba is the Hebrew word for daddy. Jesus cried out, Dad, Dad. I I love it when I'm in a mall and somebody cries out, Daddy, 14 heads turn. Or I say, Grandpa, you know, 55 heads turn. I resemble that remark of, you know, losing your hair altogether. See, in our, I was listening earlier this week to uh, Alistair Begg as I was driving. He was on the radio. And he was explaining that in order for us to rightly pray the Lord's Prayer with our Father, we have to first be adopted into his family. We need to be saved because in our sinful state, We cannot call God our Father because he is not. Years ago, I had a foster son, and he wanted to call me Dad. I wasn't his dad. He wasn't my son. He was a boy that was welcome in my home, but he wasn't my son. I did not adopt him. He was a visitor with us, and we looked after him as best we could. But when you adopt someone, you bring them into your family, they have then the same rights and privileges. You see, God is ensuring that the family will continue to grow. In Acts 2, 47, it says, And the Lord added to the church daily those who are being saved. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9 says that we are God's field and we are God's building. Today, we welcome new people into the family that we call Scott Street MB Church. These are people who, like you and me, have been first adopted into God's family and now publicly want to be associated with our Scott Street family. And we do so willingly and with great excitement. Late last September, my older sister, myself, my younger brother, and my younger sister in a very real way became orphans as both of our parents 
are now gone to glory. But we're not alone. I've been surrounded by our natural family, with our children and grandchildren, but I've also been surrounded by my adopted family. And we are loved, we are accepted. We are part of the family of God. I've noticed something about this family here at Scott Street. Most of you are physically related in some way or fashion. And after four years, I am still discovering some new connections that I didn't know existed. Like somebody's brother's sister's uncle's wife's cousin is your third cousin either by birth or by marriage. But I'm convinced that the family of God, this family of God, loves each other. Somebody says, uh, take a look around. Do you love these people? You better, because eternity is a long time. Today we welcome those who wish to be identified with the rest of us adopted children that we call Scott Street MB Church. So let me ask you, have you become a part of God's family? Have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you confessed your sins? Have you trusted your salvation, the salvation of your eternal soul, to Jesus? For once you say yes, the adoption papers are signed. And we can become heirs of God, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Father, let us receive these words. Let our hearts be thankful to you. listening. For any questions about the message or to contact any of our pastors, please visit scottstreetchurch.ca.